Welcome to Inside Yorkshire with Susan, bringing you intriguing details about the lives of people here in Yorkshire. So, come on in and join us. Hello, Susan here, Inside Yorkshire. Now today I'm in Richmond Station in one of the bu- one of the rooms here uh, is a stunning Victorian railway building which was a railway station up until 50 years ago so next month in March they're commemorating the project to change it change its use I'm sitting here with Eileen Halliday who's the general manager hello Eileen good morning now, I understand that um, you have about 350,000 visitors each year. We do. And this year is proving to be one of the best since 2012. Right. So I think that is down to the visitor footfall as well as the local community, which is absolutely amazing for us. And keeping the sustainability of the building for the future, for our next generation. Now, I'd really just like to ask you if you could give us a bit of background about the station when it was a station. Oh, gosh, yes. Well, actually, I remember it as a working station. That's how old I am. But um, not for long. It was used by the local garrison and also the boarding school, the the old grammar school, um, and also people commuting. And it also provided lots of employment for the locals. So we still have lots of residents who've got absolutely amazing memories of the building and hence why we're doing this 50 years commemoration. And we have had so many people come forward with some fantastic stories, some funny, some very serious and some very sad. Um, but we've, we've actually managed to get an amazing film director to help us. And Gemma Gregory, our communications coordinator, has been the brains behind all this, with Thea Truick, who is our um, events coordinator as well. So it's a, a massive team effort, along with the community, um, lots of history, um, and obviously the generation now that knows the building as it is. So it's going to be great. Certainly. Now, I'm curious to know, because I've visited the building for many years, um, but where is the substation then? Because Ooh. I'm not sure where that is. <laughs> well, if everyone remembers the bus station, what happened when that was sold? We used to house all the plant that fed the electricity to those buildings. So our substation is at the end of the platform. And historically, that used to be the porter's lodge as well. So it was the only warm room in the building. It isn't very warm now because we haven't got the the open fire. But the substation is at the end of the platform on the left-hand side, opposite the bakery. And it is just a beautiful workshop space now. There is no plant in there anymore. Um, So it's an additional room into the building. So traditionally, we're using the porter's room, now the substation. And we just like the name, the substation. Mm. It just fits so. I know it's really lovely the way you've kept the um, some of the um, artefacts and different things about the actual station yeah. itself. Yeah. Anyone coming to visit who has an interest in re- in the railway history will really enjoy that, I'm sure. Absolutely. I can actually remember it when it was a garden centre. Oh, yes. And it was an amazing garden centre. It was. Yeah. I think everybody was a little bit sad when that disappeared. Um, but change is inevitable in, in our lives. And obviously, um, the original owners of the garden centre come in here a lot, Mr and Mrs Patterson. And, <laughs> you know, so they like the building, even though their business is no longer here. But yeah, the garden centre was part and parcel of everybody's lives in Richmond, as the building is now. 
Yes, now then, I understand it was taken over, correct me if I'm wrong, by Richmondshire Building Preservation Trust, which is the charity. That's the charity as we stand at this point in time, yeah. So they they were responsible then for the conversion, were they, or the funding yeah. of the conversion? What happened was there was a group of people in the community were so disheartened by the building being left empty. So lots and lots of activities then started to flourish and flurry around. And there were groups of people coming together, fundraising to actually get enough money to actually re preserve the building. Uh, not change it, anything about it. And it was decided that the charity would be formed because it would be a sensible way forward. So Richmondshire Building Preservation Trust was formed and it's a limited company and it's made up of um, a board of trustees. I think we only have one original trustee on the board now who is currently chair and that's Ian Hepworth, who I'm sure lots of people know Ian. Um, But we've got um, lots and lots of different skills on the board uh, from marketing to lawyers um, architects surveyors and and they are all brilliant and and they work really well with us so and that's that's the way we're going forward and their next project 11 years on is the old grammar school which is the same architect as this building so it actually makes sense to actually move forward and the old grammar school is a beautiful beautiful building again so let's hope we we actually get through the hoops to get the right funding to make that a, a beautiful preserved building too for the community. Well, I know this was very sympathetically done, the, the conversion here. I think people um, visiting who've not been before will see, as far as I can tell, I don't know, the external uh, the external view of it, the external structure, is that the pretty much the, the same? The fabric of the building has never changed, apart from the additional artisan... Um, building at the end of the end of the the whole station, which houses our artisan food units, which is the ice cream parlor, the microbrewery, and the bakery, and um, that mirrors the gable end of the original Grade Two star listed building. So we've right. kept it as mm. much as we possibly can in keeping of the Victorian style. So and also when you come in, you're walking in onto the platform, aren't you? You're walking in through the original port cochere onto the original platform that has never been touched, and and it, and the building is so open now; it's fantastic. You can see the architecture, and and it's just beautiful. And the beauty of everything in it is nothing is permanent. So if somebody wants to open it as a station one day, you can remove everything within the building, and it will be back to what it was. So, That's amazing. amazing. <laughs> yeah. So now you have, um, I know, the, are there three cinemas? We have one cinema with three screens. Oh, and, okay. Uh, that's yeah. an independent cinema, and they are a tenant, uh, and it's Rob Younger, Propic Cinemas, and he's got um, another independent cinema in Barnsley as well. So he's been here since the start of the, the project, and he's been one of the longest tenants, I suspect. Yeah, I think he is, actually. Um, we work really well with him, and we share the screens, hence why we've got the station singers there today, and we have music with Mummy on a Tuesday, rhythm time on a Friday, so the space is so multifunctional, um, and we all work really well as a big family again, I think, which is which is really lovely. 
I know the um, the cafe or restaurant, um, however you want to call it, as you come into the building, you walk down from the platform into that. That's been opened up recently, hasn't it? The, yeah. the change of the way it's, it actually yeah. looks and feels, I think. Well, the previous tenants, we um, said goodbye to them in the April and the charity decided to form um, a trading arm of their current charity called RBPT Enterprises Limited. So they have taken on board another venture and the cafe bar is part and parcel of the whole charity, which is amazing because it's changed the whole emphasis of the building again. It means we can have more opportunities to do different events in that space, whereas before we were a little bit stuck. It was purely a cafe restaurant, whereas now it's a cafe bar with lots of themed evenings going on. We've got um, Only Fools and three courses coming up. So What, what is that then? It's a group of actors that come and they, they take off the series Only Fools and Horses, but you get your three-course meal in with that ticket. So there's entertainment and food and it's all in that space. Um, and New Year's Eve was the first event, obviously, for a long, long time, which was an absolute amazing success. It was just so much fun. Um, and it's just making the building vibrant again on an evening, which we lost a little bit of that over the last few years. So it means that the building's open from nine in the morning till late at night. And it's just a beautiful building at night time. It's just amazing to sit in the building and enjoy Good. a drink and, mm. and chat. And you can even take your drinks into the oh, yes. uh, into the cinema, can't yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> all the tenants have changed how they work. So Rob can sell alcohol and, and snacks, as does the cafe bar. And Archers sell takeaway teas and coffees. The bakery does takeaway food as well. So it's it's making everybody gain from the multiple use of all the space rather than have the competition. And yes, I think all, that's, all that's pulling it, together, isn't exactly. it? All pulling together. And what I do like about the change that you've made with that is that the space has opened up more, um, which presumably gives you more flexibility for the, the use of it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when you walk in, you didn't used to see the art that was displayed, whereas now you walk in the building and straight away you're drawn to the mezzanine where all the art is, is displayed. Down on the platform, there's art down there as well. We've got cabinets with lots of 3D ceramics, and Thea has actually built that up so well. We, we've got bookings right till 2021. So right. there's not many galleries can say that. No. And, and that's down to the hard work of the team yet again. It, it's pulling together. Right. Perhaps you could give us some dates of some of the things that are happening. The fir- First of all, obviously, the... Well, is it first? I don't know. The... Um, the commemorative exhibition in the substation is that the first thing or no 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 oh. there's lots going on what we do Gemma the communication coordinator she prepares what we call our timetable and it's quarterly so we've got January to March out already um, they're in the B&Bs they're all over the place really and you can come into the building any visitors can pick them up so we've got listed all the art exhibitions um, we, I mean obviously spot on the wall is ours so that's we're quite precious about that we had the Finleys in November to January who Louise and Rebecca did some amazing art that's a, a mother and daughter team and then we have Gary Lawson and David Higgins they worked on the platform and then we've got Spot on the Wall running till February then we've got Fred Bates who's an independent artist uh, then Sarah Oatley who does some amazing embroidery art and we sell her products in our gallery shop as well which belongs to us and then we've got the amazing uh, 50th commemorative 
month where we're going to invite lots of people to come and share their experiences and we're going to record it, make a film and have that on a loop. So we're updating what we've had previously. And then from there, Sue Dewhurst, who is our retail coordinator and an amazing artist. She's actually the artist for the next tour to Yorkshire in Beedale. Ah, so okay. claim to fame there. And she's doing her exhibition, which is This is Yorkshire. Then we, we introduce lots of art clubs. Thea's got an amazing relationship with all the art clubs. So Hartlepool are here in um, March to April. And we also have Victoria Bellis Carter and Suzanne, who are from Teesdale. They do amazing ceramics, art and jewellery. I also noticed that you've a felt, you've a felting a felt oh, workshop. Yes, soon there's too. lots of workshops. Yeah, Joe Hunter normally does the felt workshops, and she actually does lots of exhibitions as well. So right. yeah, they they're yes, amazing. Um, but that's a particular interest to me. Oh. That's only why I was mentioning yeah. that one. Yeah. Now the the events that you've got on that was all of that's mainly the art. But can you give us some? What we normally do, we do a lot of room hire. So what we tend to do is allow people to hire the room. So we have Pilates on a regular basis. We have photography. Ian Short is here doing two classes now. Uh, we is that a weekly? Languages. Oh, yes. We have languages, uh, French and German. Judith comes in and hires the boardroom, the old station master's office, which is great for languages. As I say, we have music with mummy. We have rhythm time, so there's lots of family-oriented activities. And new acquisition to the building is our new dance studio, which is Charlotte Porter. I'm I'm sure you know Charlotte. I know Charlotte, yes. Yeah, so she um, negotiated with us to take over a huge space up on the mezzanine level. And she's seeing her business thrive. And we have a completely different footfall. We've got little ones coming in in their ballet outfits and their tap dancing. It's just changed the whole emphasis of the building. So again, we're sort of meeting every age group from two babies right there up to... (laughs) To us old people that like to sit and enjoy coffee and just take in the whole environment and just people watch sometimes, it's great. Yes. I think you have a you have special um, special days for is it just in the cinema that you have for, we have for live streams, re- right? The the cinema do obviously all the up to date films. They get all the new releases, but they they can actually tweak their agenda. So, uh, save for the Georgian Festival in August. Um, the cinema and myself, we actually did a gin and film afternoon. So you, we get the Georgian film and you can sit and enjoy your gin and tonic and <laughs> and just chill. No, it sounds it sounds amazing. There's so much going on here. It really does. Now, the um, I was interested actually in what you were saying about the Richmond uh, Shard Building Preservation Trust. Yeah. Is that in collaboration with you, or is just that's that's because they employ that's... me? Ah, okay. I, we're all employed by the actual Richmondshire Building Preservation Trust. Um, we're all based in the station, and obviously the future of the grammar school has been discussed with us. We're part of the planning, um, so we have a vested interest that it doesn't conflict with anything we're doing here. It's going to complement mm. and actually build on existing businesses and actually create a, a bigger community venture as well. So there's going to be. Um, bigger event rooms because at the minute we're we're tied to smaller rooms Mm. so the rooms up in the grammar school can probably take a capacity of 120 so potentially weddings christenings 
balls, dinners, you name it, we've got that capacity there. Mm. And then we're going to have a smaller cafe, like a snack bar coffee shop, which will be run by the existing catering team here. So it's all part and parcel of the whole bigger picture. And they, they were quite near. The grammar school is just across the river. I mean, exactly. the station itself is in a lovely location on the banks of the river here, in amongst the greenery, the trees, yeah. lovely walking pa- yeah. paths along to Easby. I mean, it really is a fantastic location. And, yeah, and the walks are amazing. I mean, we worked with the Richmond Information Centre and the Welcome to Richmond group to actually create the walking book, um, which is, is for sale. Um, and we encourage dogs now in the building. Um, so we've captured a, another footfall there, whereas dog walkers really couldn't come in the building for a while. We have our moments, but hey. <laughs> well-behaved dogs. <laughs> well, yeah, well-behaved everybody in here. Yes. Um, that's what we encourage. But yeah, sometimes the accidents happen and mm. you just take it in your stride. Sure. But, you know, the locals love it. They'll walk their dogs down to Easby, do the leap, the loop around there call in for a coffee, sit on the platform, and they don't have to rush off home. Mm. So it, it is lovely. It is lovely. Now, next door to you, I don't know if there's any affiliation with the, the swimming pool, is there? The Leisure Trust, very closely with the Leisure Trust and Austin's team. Um, obviously, the car park has worked between the two of us. Um, we, we secured the car park because we didn't want to have excessive charges. We wanted flexibility. So, yes, we run that between us. Um, they they do the monitoring and selling of the annual permit, which is a bargain. If £16, you can get a permit and you can park for four hours every day of the year. Um, I have one. Well, well <laughs> done, well done. And, and most visitors say, how on earth can you keep it at that? It's because we want to encourage visitors. We want to make people feel welcome and that they're not going to be rushed off. Mm. Um, and a lot of people still park down here and go into the town. We direct them into the museums, the Green Howards, the Richmondshire Museum, the Georgian Theatre. We work very, very closely. Um, and obviously we've got lots of planning going on over the next two years We've got the Georgian Festival, we've got the Love to be Local Day in March, which we all participate in, which is free access to people that live in the community, to all our visitor centres. We also have the um, Georgian Festival in August, which is going to be a really, really packed week again, working with Culloden Tower and all the um, open gardens as well. So, and obviously the Richmond and Business Tourism Association is building up the Great British High Street and the Richmond in Bloom again for this year. So it's not just about the building, it's about the whole town it's and the community. The community. Yes, the yeah. community. And making it work much more efficiently and, and mm. effectively really. And make it a nice place to live and a beautiful place to visit. <laughs> yes, that's that's a very good plug there. Um, no, that that is brilliant. That's uh, that is great, and I think we all appreciate it. I know I direct people here, people who don't know the area, yeah. visitors who yeah. are coming, and I think a lot of the uh, people who come and stay on holiday. I think a lot of the holiday cottages. I'm sure. Oh, well, they all come down they here. They all come down yeah. here, definitely. I, I do a bit of a straw poll if I'm, I'm wandering around. So, oh, you're a local or a visitor, and where are you stay? Oh, right, you're in Reith. And most of them are up in the Dales because mm. that's they like the walking up there, and then they come down here and, and spend the day. Coast to coast walkers have their day off in Richmond, 
So they always come here, always, which is great. It's a half. It's virtually a halfway point, isn't it? Is, it? it is. And yeah. uh, I think it must be quite torturous. I've seen a lot well, of people do it. Them. I yes. admire the coaster coasters because it is a tough walk. Definitely. And, yeah. But the walk to Richmond, I think, is probably the prettiest half of it. I think the latter half probably isn't as interesting until no. they get to the coast and Whitby and, mm. and around that neck of the woods. But, uh, but yeah. Now then, if anyone wants to actually find out what you have going here the best way with that I mean obviously the internet on the website but that's not everyone oh, no. is internet have, savvy yeah we have um, a phone system just phone us up we will answer any queries we've obviously got the email and we've got websites B&B all know us um, just give us a ring call in we have volunteers on the desk who really are there to help people so if you just call in on the off chance speak to the volunteers they'll direct you to the right people and the right places and yeah just give us a ring or just mm. call in so can you give it give me the the website address and the phone number is it's that okay www.thestation.co.uk just the station is it that's all it is okay yeah. and you can click on that and you will get access to everything that's here everything that's happening, how to be a volunteer, how to be a trustee, everything is on that website. There is another website, which is the charity one, which is the RBPT one, which Mm. is a very similar email address. If you just put Richmondshire Building Preservation Trust in and do a search, all that will come up about new projects and how you can help fundraising, things like that. Um, And yeah, just get in touch with us. There's an email address. It's admin at thestation.co.uk. And if you put a query in there, it will be answered straight away. As I say, the phone number is 850123. That's 01748 first. 01748 if okay. you're out of area. Um, but yeah, we, we're here and we're open every day of the year except Christmas Day. I noticed that. That's yeah. phenomenal, isn't it? And it's a very, very busy building on New Year's Day and Boxing Day. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. Absolutely. So watch this space, I guess, and come down and visit. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much, Eileen. That's been brilliant. That's okay. Okay. Thank you. So this is Susan signing out from Inside Yorkshire.